I am Christy Ballard Fellaini. I am a certified life coach who found herself at 42, freshly divorced, kids off to college, and having never dated in my adult life. I was starting in the middle. If you haven't yet hit start on your middle time in life, let's do it together. Let the journey begin. Hey, do you have an anthem? I have decided that for 2021, this is the year of Christy. And my anthem is Say I Won't by Mercy Me. If you have not yet heard that song and you are in the midst of making changes, showing up for yourself, and really need that song, those words of encouragement every single day, I am going to lend you my anthem. Check it out. And it may be something that you're needing in your world right now. All right, so let's dive into episode nine, your relationship with food. So this is part three of what are your thoughts around weight loss? So last week, I talked to you about your relationship with yourself and what your self-talk may sound like. This week, I want to talk to you about your relationship with food. Have you ever considered that? Actually having a relationship with food? Sometimes I think that when people are trying to lose weight, they tend to get hung up in the food part of it. What they can eat, what they can't eat, what they don't want to eat, what they want to eat but they shouldn't. And they do not stop to consider how their thoughts about food and the ways that they are using food are going to affect their desired results. So think about it for a second. What is your relationship like with food? Is that a question you have ever even considered? Do you find yourself getting caught in the trap of categorizing foods or even certain food groups? Do you categorize them as being good foods or foods that are good for you or bad foods, maybe foods that are bad for you? Or are you telling yourself that certain food groups are off limits and you cannot have them while you are trying to lose weight? Are you someone that is stuck in this mindset? Now, I don't know about you, but personally for me and the way that I was raised and honestly, the way that I raised my children and the way that my extended family operates is that food is the center around so many of our life experiences. We use food in most all of our celebrations We use food at birthday parties. We use food to celebrate anniversaries. We use food to celebrate each other's accomplishments. And we use food just to be together. No lie, we do family dinner 
every Tuesday night where my dad comes over and that's his special time to spend with us. And both of my kids come over and that's, you know, our special time to just spend time as a family. We also use food to show our love and appreciation for one another. And in fact, Our school administration came around a week or so ago with a snack cart. And it wasn't anything that we knew was happening. It was basically them just spontaneously coming around to give us a little boost, to give us a little pick me up and just to say, you know, we see you, we acknowledge you, we appreciate you. And for us teachers, it was such a surprise and it felt so amazing to have that acknowledgement. But again, it's just another example of using food to celebrate or to show appreciation. So what's the problem? Why is this a problem? Now, of course, there is the science behind our weight gain. So changes in the food industry, additives to alter the taste of foods, increases in quantities All of these can lead to our weight gain, which I believe is how we got to our solution to the problem being that if we cut out this food group, if we eat only plant-based items, if we count our calories in and burn some calories out, or if I balance my macros by eating these colored containers in these qualities at these times. But when does this all end? Is there going to come a time when I am in love with the size that I am in and I can eat a cupcake without shame or guilt to follow? Let me tell you guys, Yes, yes, this is a possibility. You guys, I just want to share with you, I myself have done probably every diet known to man. I've done Weight Watchers. I've done Counting Macros. I've done The Zone. I've done Atkins. Probably any diet that you can think of. I have tried, but it wasn't until I really took a good, long, hard look at my relationship with food that I have become more aware of how I was using food and even alcohol for that matter to not fuel my body, but I was using it in other areas as well. And so I want to share with you some of the different ways that we do tend to use food, um, where it ends up that food is actually working against us versus working for us. And it is my belief that once we really recognize how it is that we are using food versus how it was meant to be used to actually fuel our bodies, 
then we start to realize how food can no longer be a problem for us. And we find that our weight loss becomes easier. And we also find that we're not so consumed with food anymore. Now, as I mentioned, I have tried every diet known to man. And honestly, I think for me, the biggest thing that I learned from these different diets is how afraid I was to feel hungry. Now, think about that. To feel hungry. Now, for most of us, if we're hungry, we can just go ahead and go to the pantry, get a snack, we can make food. For most of us, that is reality. And so to have that feeling of hunger is actually just uncomfortable. It's just an uncomfortable feeling. And being on different diets and cutting out certain food groups really only provided for me a feeling of scarcity, of not having enough, afraid of not having enough, a fear of not being able to eat this or not being able to eat that. And so really, all that it provided for me was not so much the weight loss because every time I have done a diet, I have gained the weight right back. And so what I found is that it really was only providing for me the fear of being hungry. So once I really started recognizing the next few things that I'm going to share with you and how I was using food, once I really started looking at those and really questioning them, I was able to start solving my problem with food. So when I ask you about your relationship with food, basically, I'm just asking you to think about how do you use food? Do you eat food for pleasure? Now, personally, I know someone who often says, I eat ice cream because I enjoy to eat ice cream. Who doesn't? But truly ask yourself, Are you eating it for the feeling it is giving you right now in this moment? It's like a little dopamine hit, sending up pleasure to your brain. But how long is that pleasure going to last? And have you asked yourself why you're needing that little hit of dopamine right now? Is there some other feeling that you are not trying to feel in this moment. Now, I have heard one life coach say, if I'm not hungry right now, what is it that I need? If hunger will not solve the problem, what is it that I really need? 
And I've utilized that question with myself when I find myself really thinking, I would like to have that cookie because of the pleasure, or I would like to eat this meal, this specific meal because of the pleasure. Now, another question I really want you to ask yourself is, do you eat to self-soothe? So think back to the last time that maybe your day wasn't going the way that you wanted it to, or maybe you had gotten some bad news and you found yourself trying to find some comfort in, let me kind of walk and see what's in the pantry. Now, something that I recognized just this last week when I was talking to my accountability partner is that when I physically don't feel good, say for instance, this sinus infection that I've been trying to get over. So when I physically don't feel good, I try to, or I tend to self-soothe with one of Texas's most popular burger chains. And it's really not a food that I enjoy, say, you know, on a daily basis, or, you know, I don't think about, you know, having that particular meal. But it's really when I know that I physically don't feel good. And so I like to go and get that burger and fries because I know that just that taste is going to you know, help soothe whatever that ailment is. But what I want to offer to you is that the recognition is in knowing that me not feeling well is a trigger that may lead to me not making the best choices for myself. I also find that my brain doing this is when I'm having thoughts of things that might be complicated or hard. So when I'm telling myself that, oh, this is something that I have to figure out and and, and the steps are not in my wheelhouse, and so I'm having to do some research or I'm having to figure out how to do something, I notice that my brain wants to self-soothe with whatever snack I might think of or whatever um, whatever treat may be available to me to kind of pull my brain away from that discomfort of having to figure out that whatever it is that I'm trying to figure out. So the key is recognizing when these things come up and asking yourself, what is it that my body needs right now so that you are able to make a choice from a better space? The next point that I wanted to bring up to you um, is what I noticed in myself is kind of being a nightly habit, you know, after I had had a long day at work. So what I noticed is that at the end of a long day, when I would be just quote unquote, relaxing, maybe watching some TV, maybe reading a book, I noticed that my mind would start to wander to what's in the kitchen, what's in the refrigerator. And it wasn't that I was hungry or anything. It was just that my brain started to wander. 
And so when I really started picking this apart, what I was noticing is that I was bored. And so I was basically eating out of boredom. And it was in those evenings when we had already had dinner, dinner was satisfying, I wasn't hungry at all, but I noticed that I was bored. So how many of you tend to eat out of just trying to cure that boredom? Again, when we allow our brain the opportunity to recognize these times, are we eating out of boredom? Are we eating to self-soothe? Are we eating just because we think we need the pleasure? When we're able to recognize these things, we are able to make better choices. Now I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be easy to change these habits. It's not going to take the flip of a switch if this is something that you have been doing over a long period of time, like I have. I would say these are probably habits that I have had since my early teens. And these are thought patterns that I have had to really work through and I am continuing to recognize and I'm continuing to try to make those changes for myself. Now, the last thing that I want to bring up to you, the last um, thing that I think that really sabotages our weight loss is eating is actually overeating. And to be honest with you, I really noticed that when I was, you know, counting my macros or when I was eating from those colored containers, I was actually overeating. So if a particular diet says that you can have so much of this particular food group or you can eat as much as you want of this particular food group, it could quite possibly lead you to overeating. And of course, that is not going to get you the results that you are wanting. And so the practice that I have gotten into is eating until satisfied. Again, you really have to think when you are sitting down to that meal and be mindful of when you are satisfied because your brain is automatically going to tell you, oh, this meal is wonderful. This tastes so good. Go ahead and keep eating. Whereas if you are satisfied, then that is the point at which you should stop. And friends, let me tell you, your brain is going to offer so much drama around that. This goes back to if you ever had one of those parents that said you couldn't leave the table until you cleaned your plate, or goes back to those thoughts of, I don't want to throw it away. Your brain is going to offer you all of that drama as to why you should not stop. And there's so much coaching and so much thought work that we could do around those ideas that your brain is offering you up as to why you shouldn't stop eating. But again, if you are feeling satisfied, that is where you should stop eating. Now, I know that I have given you a lot 
to think about in this podcast. And you may still have questions. And I'm sure that your brain is offering up questions. And I encourage you, please reach out to me. This is definitely something that I continue to work on and things that I started to change for myself when I started recognizing that I was overeating or I was eating when I wasn't hungry and really recognizing the reasons why I was eating. And all of those reasons are the reasons I have shared with you. And the same is true for drinking alcohol. I was using both of them to not feel my feelings or to self-soothe when I was feeling bad, maybe about myself or maybe about my day or about different circumstances that were causing me the feelings that I didn't want to feel or to escape from feeling like I was alone or simply for a quick hit of that dopamine or that pleasure. So if any of this resonates with you or you think of any of these triggers that you see that are happening in your life or any of the things over the last three podcasts that I have shared with you, I want you to know that all of these things are things that I have struggled with and things that I am currently continuing to work on, but I have definitely found a better relationship with myself and a better relationship with my body. If you are ready to take these steps, it's going to take starting having a healthier relationship with yourself that involves having a healthier perspective on how food can be enjoyable be rich in nutrients and fuel for your body without shame and guilt. And I would love to help you on this journey. If you have questions, if you have further thoughts, please visit me on my website, sign up for a free mini session, and let's just have a conversation about what your goals are and how I can help you achieve them. Thank you for listening to Start in the Middle with me, Christy Ballard Fellaini. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast and the two before it. And I hope that you continue to listen to Start in the Middle. I hope that you will continue to tune in as we discover all that this midlife journey has to offer us. Who is your life coach? I would love the opportunity to work with you as you are rediscovering the woman you were meant to be. Visit ChristyBallardFellaini.com for more information on how we can work together to ignite that passionate, enthusiastic woman who may have been tucked away for some time. Let's start in the middle together.